Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is Minister Macmillan. Let's give God some praise this morning. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Almighty God. Thank you, Lord. Father, we give you the praise and honor and glory due to you, O Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, we ask today, Almighty God, that you go before us today in this word and lead us, nourish us. Father, feed us today, Lord. Help us to understand all that's before us today, Lord. And Father, we ask that we take this word and utilize it in our lives today and each and every other day. Father, thank you for this word. Thank you, Father, for your love and your grace and your mercy. Thank you for all that you do for us, Father. Thank you, Lord, for looking out for us and keeping us. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Yeshua Meshach. Amen. Amen, everyone. Okay, today we're going to get started. We left off at uh, Matthew 9. We're going to pick up today in Matthew 10. Uh, okay. He called his 12 disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out evil spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. These are the names of the 12 apostles. First was Simon, who he called Peter. Now, I just went over this um, today. I Something said to look up the names and what they mean. And what is the representation? Now, I'm just going to give you the meaning of the names first, and then I'll discuss with you what I found. Um, the first name here is Simon. Simon means to listen. Hmm. But God changed it to Peter, and Peter means rock and stone. Hmm. Okay, now, uh, the next one he called upon was uh, his brother, Andrew. And Andrew means brave and warrior. Then the next one he called upon was James, son of Zebedee. James means to supplant or substitute. And his brother, John. John means Yahweh is gracious. Hmm. Next one was Philippi and Bartholomew. Uh, Philip and the Bartholomew, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, Philip is warlike, a lover of horses, and Bartholomew 
the son of Talmai, uh, Hebrew version meaning Philomi. Uh, now, uh, these were people who read the stars and uh, were into music and sciences. Okay. Um, Thomas was the next one called, and Matthew. Thomas is a twin. And Matthew, the gift of God. And last was uh, Simon the Zygot. Now we know Simon means to listen. And Judas Icon. Judas, oh, I'm sorry, I left out one. Uh, let's see. I left out Thaddeus. It was Thomas, Matthew, James. Uh, we already mentioned James. We had two James. And James, son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus. Sorry, Thaddeus was the next one. Thaddeus means heart. And then Judas, I caught uh, Simon, which we have, which is listen, and Judas, I caught, which is the praise one. Yeah, I know a lot of people think that Judas means to betray. Well, that's the English terminology, but the actual Hebrew terminology of uh, Judas uh, is the praise one because of Judah. It's a derivative of Judah. Okay? All right. Now, take all of this and put it together. The rock. The one who listens, the brave warrior, the supplanter or the substitute. Yahweh is gracious, warlike, a love of horses. One who deals in the stars and the sciences and the musics. A twin, the gift of Yahweh, the gift of God, right? God is gracious and the gift of God. The heart, the praise one. The 12 disciples were chosen specifically to represent Jesus himself. Their names represented Jesus, the one that God had sent. <laughs> Wasn't it an accident that they were chosen? From the looks of this, I don't think so. I think that was... I really do think that was handed down. It was ordained. Hmm. Okay, let's move on.
These 12 Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Do not go among the Gentiles or into any town of the Samaritans. Go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, preach the message. The kingdom of heaven is near. Heal the sick and raise the dead. Cleanse those who have leprosy. Drive out demons. Freely you have received. Freely give. Do not take along any gold or silver or copper in your belts. Take no bag for the journey and no extra turnip or sandals or a staff for the war, for the worker is worth his keep. Now, <clears throat> notice what he says here. He's telling them, freely you receive this gift. God gave them the authority to drive out evil spirits. The Lord gave them the authority. Now, had they received the Holy Spirit yet? No. No, they had not. This is way before they uh, entered the uh, upper room. So they had not received the Holy Spirit yet. They were just walking with him. But he gave them the authority to cast out demons. Okay. <clears throat> but he also warns them to give it freely. Not to be having anybody pay for it. Yeah. You go to these services and people want you to pay for them to cast out devils. <laughs> to heal you. You're in the wrong house. There's no money supposed to be exchanged there. This is a free, free. This is what he said, free. This is freely given. Whatever town or village you enter, search for some worthy person there and stay in their house until you leave. As you enter the house, give it your greetings. If the house is deserving, let your peace rest on it. If it is not, let your peace return to you. If anyone who will not welcome you or listen to your words, shake the dust off your feet. Okay. <clears throat> now, that's anywhere. 
Doesn't have to be a house. Doesn't have to be a church. It can be anywhere. Are you speaking the word of God and someone is not receiving it? Or you're receiving backlash? Or people are turning around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking away. Hey, don't get an attitude. Just say, you know, say, Lord, I did what I was told. I'm out. I'm gone. That's it. Moving on to the next one. You don't have to stand there and argue with anyone. They're not receiving it. They're not receiving it. I tell you the truth. I will be more bearable. It will be more bearable for Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town. Okay? So, he's telling you here, they don't receive it. And they don't receive it by the time he comes to them. Hey, <laughs> what does he say? It will be more bearable for Sodom and Gomorrah on that day of judgment than for that town, than for that person or that place. Mm. Okay, and sending you out like sheep among wolves. Uh, I send you out like sheep among wolves. Therefore, be as shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves. <coughs> Means be sharp. <clears throat> know your surroundings. Know what you're getting into. But at the same time, be innocent. Don't get involved. Don't affect yourself. Don't afflict yourself in this situation. Be smart about what you're doing. If it seems like it's over your head, then, and you've prayed about it, and you've done what you need to do, then seek the Lord, because more than likely he's going to tell you, brush off your feet and walk away. Unless he tells you otherwise. Some cases he doesn't. Some cases he'll tell you to stay there because he's doing a work. <clears throat> okay. Be on your guard against men. They will hand you over to the local counselors and flog you in their synagogues. Absolutely. Um, been in places where I stood up to say something or I mentioned something to uh, ministers or deacons or other people, and it went went back and in, in some cases it was distorted, uh, taken out of content. Other times it was um, just put out there to make it sound like it was so bad and uh, scorned, you know, literally uh, scorned from the stage or the pulpit or from others around. But that's okay, because God will take your back. Everyone else will be scolding you and shaking their fingers, but God has you. 
You don't have to worry about that. God will rectify the situation. You don't have to rectify anything. You don't have to do nothing. Just say, God, between you and me, you know what was what was said, what is right, and what is true. So I leave it in your hands to be the judge. On my account, you will be brought before governors and kings as witnesses to them and to the Gentiles. But when they arrest you, do not worry about what to say or how to say it. See, at that time, you will be given what to say, for it will not be your speaking. See, God will speak through you, but the spirit of your father speaking through you, brother, will betray brother to death and father his child. Children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death. Sadly enough, we're seeing some of that today. We're seeing a lot of children uh, turning against parents and parents against children in some cases. Um, All men will hate you because of me, but he who stands firm to the end will be saved. When you are persecuted in one place, flee to another. Don't be afraid to get up and go. It's God gives you common sense. You don't stay there until the enemy comes and wipes you out. You have no use to the Lord wiped out. Being a martyr. You leave. So he can use you another day somewhere else. I tell you the truth. You will not finish going through the cities of Israel before the Son of Man comes. A student is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. Okay? We're not above the Lord. He is the Almighty and will always be. It is enough for the student to be like his teacher and the servant like his master. If the head of the house has been called Belzebub, how much more the members of the household? So do not be afraid of them. There is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made known. Okay? You can't hide things in this world. They're going to come out. What I tell you in the dark, speak in the daylight. What is whispered in your ear, proclaim from the roofs. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. 
Rather be afraid of the one who can destroy both the soul and the body in hell. Hello? Yes, you can kill man, period. We know this. And man's going to die at some point in time. Okay? But the, the importance is not the body. The importance is the soul, where the spirit is. Okay? And there's only one God that can do that, and that is God himself. So you run around here worried about man or some or some spirit <clears throat> that can't kill <coughs> excuse me can't kill the spirit or the soul. Say, you're protecting your soul and your spirit, not your body. Your body is fragile anyway. Even though man thinks it's, you know, steadily trying to build it up and make it like it's not, but it is. You can... You can uh, do all the push-ups and sit-ups and <coughs> climb Mount Everest, and that's not going to make your body strong. Sorry to tell you that. The strongest part of your body is your spirit, your soul. <coughs> we are spirit-based people. <clears throat> Sorry for the cough, everyone. I have uh, got a cold that I'm dealing with. Of course, when I'm talking, um, it causes me to cough more. So you might hear me pause every now and then. I'm sipping on some tea at the moment. <clears throat> okay. Um, what I tell you in... Uh, Sorry, let me find where I was reading. Okay, rather be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Mm. Yet not one of them will fail to ground apart from the will of your father. Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from the will of your father. And even the very hair of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. So in other words, if God can keep the birds flying in the air and he knows the amount of hairs on your head, what are you afraid of? It is only one you should be afraid of is him. When uh, whoever acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge him before my Father in heaven. Amen? But whoever disowns me before men, 
I will disown him before my father in heaven. Okay, this is why I said, if you're uh, preaching to someone or telling someone about God and they don't hear you, move along. Move right on along. First of all, they're not ready to hear it. Their ground is infertile, okay? So they're not accepting it. And if they don't come to terms with that, then like he said, you know, you didn't acknowledge me when it came to a man telling you or a woman telling you, so I'm not going to acknowledge you, (laughs) all right? Uh, do not suppo- uh, do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword, for I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be the members of his own household. You're saying, why, 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 why would the Lord do that? Simple. God wants those who will believe in him and the kingdom. And some, in, in man's term, the best. Those that he can count on. And he has to go through every household, every member in your household, every enemy of yours, okay? Anyone who loves his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Why? God created your father and your mother and created you too. They're beings just like you are. Created by him. Who do you owe your allegiance to? God or your mother and father and siblings? I know this is a hard lesson for some people. Some people are probably going to see and go, what? What is she saying? I'm saying it straight up. God is number one. He is our first love. And all the others come afterwards. So who do you love first and foremost? God. Okay. And anyone who does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. In other words, you having hard times, you going through hell. And you just decide, oh, that's it. I'm done. Throw up your hands. I'll kill myself. I'll I'll just not deal with this at all. You're not worthy. You're not willing to pick that cross up and follow him regardless of what is going on. If the road gets too heavy, you can call on him and he will answer you. Um, whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Okay? He who receives 
you receives me. So someone, if I'm speaking to you about God and you receive what I'm saying, then you receive God because he is in me as I am in him. And it's the same thing with you. If you've received him, then whoever you're talking to about God, if they receive it, then they are with him. And he who receives me receives the one who sent me. Who sent him? God, the Father, Abba. Anyone who receives a prophet, because he is a prophet, will receive a prophet's reward. And anyone who receives a righteous man, because he is a righteous man, will receive a righteous man's reward. And if anyone gives even the truth, he will certainly not lose his reward. I'm sorry. If anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones, uh, because he is my disciple, I tell you the truth. He will certainly not lose his reward. Uh, I'm sorry about that. I've just jumped a line there. Okay. Uh, I'll reread that again um, so we not get thrown off. And anyone who receives a righteous man because he is a righteous man will receive a righteous man's reward. And if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones because he is my disciple. I tell you the truth. He will certainly not lose his reward. Okay? <clears throat> you give unto God's people while they're feeding you what does he say? I will tell you the truth. He will certainly not lose his reward. Okay. We're going to move to uh, 11. Jesus' teacher about the kingdom. After Jesus had finished instructing his disciple, his 12 disciples, he went on from there to teach and preach in the towns of Galilee. And when John heard in prison what Christ was doing, he sent his disciples to ask him, are you the one who was to come? Or should we expect someone else? Jesus replied, go back and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight and the lame walk and those who have leprosy are cured. The deaf hear, the dead are risen, and the good news is preached to the poor. Blessed is the man who does not fall away on the account of me. So John's disciples were leaving. Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. What did you go out into the desert to see? A reed swaying by the wind? If not, what did you go out to see? 
a man dressed in fine clothes? No, those who wear fine clothes are in the king's palace. Then what did you go out to seek? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written. I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare you, who will prepare your way before you. I tell you the truth. Among those born of women, there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing and forceful men lay hold of it. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. Let's reread that again. I tell you the truth among those born of women, there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Okay? Yet he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the day of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing. And forceful men lay hold of it. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. Okay. All the prophets and the laws and the law prophecy up until John, up until John the Baptist. And if you are willing to accept it, he is the Elijah who was to come. Hmm. He who has ear, let him hear. He is the Elijah who was to come. To what can I compare this generation? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling out to others. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not mourn. For John came 
neither eating nor drinking. And they said, he has a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking, and they said, he is glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is proven right by her actions. Now you see this? John came neither eating nor drinking, and they said he has demons. Why? Because he was out in the wilderness, <clears throat> only dressed in <clears throat> lawn cloth, eating honey and, and, and insects. And because Jesus sat with the tax collectors, right? He was drunk. <laughs> He was supposed to be drunk and glutton because he sat with tax collectors and sinners, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, then Jesus began to denounce the cities in which most of his miracles uh, had been performed because they did not repent. Even though they saw him perform they saw these things, they still would not repent. You have people today, they see God's work at hand and they still won't repent. Woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. If the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Tyreek, and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, it will be more bearable for Tyree and Sidon on the day of judgment than for you. <clears throat> See? <clears throat> and you, Capernaum, Will you be lifted up to the skies? No. You will go down to the depths. If the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Sidon, it would have remained to this day. But I tell you that it will be more bearable for Sodom on the day of judgment than for you. <clears throat> At that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. <laughs> See? God's not going to give it to the ones that think they're so wise and learned. They, they think they know everything. No, he's going to give it to the ones that's thirsty, that's looking, that's wanting, that's childlike. Yes, Father, for this was your good pleasure. All things have been committed to me by my father. No one knows the son except the father, and no one knows the father 
except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Amen. Amen, everyone. That's why we need to know the Son, so that we will know the Father. And the Father will know us through the Son. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. See? So if you're going through something and it's really hard and you don't think you can make it and you're ready to throw up your hands, you don't have no food, you've been without food, you don't have a house, you don't have a car, things are really bad right now. You're, even your health is, is on the fritz. Looks like everything that could go wrong is going wrong. Call on the Lord and keep calling on the Lord until he answers you. Don't say I called on him and he didn't answer me. Keep calling on him until you get an answer, until you see some changes and then keep praying. Don't stop until the job is completed, until all that you need is before you. <clears throat> I, for one, can attest to this. I have called on the Lord many, 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 many times. And some things have taken years for him to answer. And I won't lie to you. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, I didn't think it. I did. At one point in time, I just gave up. No, I didn't give up. But I did feel like uh, he didn't hear me or that something had gone awry. Or maybe he wasn't responding, but I went back to prayer and I prayed and I received my answer. Sometimes the Lord will tell you, I heard you. I'm working on it. Sometimes you'll just hear, I heard you, my daughter. I heard you, my son. Or he'll give you the same answer he gave you the first time, which basically means wait on him. And I will give you rest. See, because you stop worrying once you hear him speak because you know he's heard you. So now you're going to get some rest because you're not worrying about it anymore. You know God's got it in his hands. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Um, 
my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And when you're going through things like this and the Lord speaks to you, this is exactly what happens. Your burden becomes lighter. Not because anything happened right then to change it. No. It becomes lighter because you have heard from him. And you know that he is going to take care of it. Your belief level. You see? When your belief level is low, it's weakened. The burdens come because you're worried. You don't know what to do. But when you have faith, when you have undenying faith, then the burdens are lightened because your trust is in God. Okay? All right, those of you out there right now that's going through some things, let's bow our heads and pray. Father, I lift up those of you out there right now who are going through things, who are having hard times. Maybe they're without food or shelter or clothes. Maybe they are without finances. Maybe they are sick. They have been told things about their bodies. Maybe their time is running short. Whatever the situation is, Father, I lift all of them up to you now. I ask you, Almighty God, to be merciful and loving. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to speak to them. To assure them, Lord. Just a word from you, Father. Puts our minds and our spirits at rest. Father, we ask, Almighty God, today that you hear us. Hear our prayers, Lord. Hear our cries. Give us peace and rest. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And for those of us, Father, who are out here now, Lord, that wants to receive you, in the name of Jesus, they come to you right now, Father. Come right now. Come to the table and sup with the Lord. Father, I believe in you. I believe your son, Christ Jesus. I believe he died on the cross for my sins. I believe he shed his blood, Lord, for me. Father, I want in. 
I want to know you. I want to know your son. I want to know your kingdom. Open the door and allow me to come in. Thank you, Almighty God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, thank you for your mercy, your grace. Thank you, Lord, for your love. Thank you, Father, for your guidance in your word. Thank you for your word. Thank you for loving me, Father. Thank you, Lord. This we pray today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen, everyone. Uh, Normally, I would go a little bit longer, but today I'm really, uh, as you can hear, I'm really choked up, but it's okay. Uh, I am getting guidance from my father, just as I'm telling you to get guidance for the things you need. I'm doing the same thing here. I'm not telling you any more than I'm not doing myself. So with that, I say to everyone, God bless and good night.